Hi there. (laughs) I'm Jess, your hair lady. And this is Whitney. The lady. The person (laughs) in my chair. You're going to be yes, in my chair. Yes, I'm today. the person in the chair. Um, this is actually my wife and I actually do her hair all the time, so she does constantly sit in my chair, but and so she's going to be accompanying me. Um yes. And um I'm Sorry, um, I got distracted. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. There's nothing to be nervous about. We're just going to Tell, tell me more, like, why do you want to do a podcast? So, I decided I wanted to do a podcast um, probably, like, a year and a half ago. So, I've been sitting on it for quite some time. Um, and I just never got around to it because as much as I would set my things up, I would have, like, my pages all made and I would plan it out and just list out a bunch of things um about what to do and what to talk about but um it would never quite really pull itself together um and um I just kind of was never making it really happen because I was so preoccupied with work um because work consumes me and I kind of like that I like it that way but I also tend to like neglect some things that you want to do like like a podcast yeah um so I, I actually I've been hanging on to this uh this notebook for quite some time um and I decided to use it as a notebook for the podcast and my first line in here is um my initial planned air date was August 1st of 2022 and I <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I just, uh, and then you got me the um, the equipment. Yeah. And it ended up being not the right equipment. Like, we could have used it. It just it didn't sound um, super clear. Like, everything was a little bit fuzzy or echoey. And, there, and it was like we had a sound thing, but we could only... A sound, one of those sound boards, but it was only good for, like, one microphone. I mean, it was a Cyber Monday special, so that's probably why. No, it was Amazon Prime Day. Oh, yeah. It was Amazon Prime Day. I ended up finding this microphone on clearance at Target, um, and I found two of them. I really wish I would have gotten the other one, honestly. But hopefully this works out. This will, will work out. It will. Put it into the universe. It will work out. We will... Make a podcast. We you're, are making a podcast. You're so cute. I mean, I don't talk to all of my clients that way, but... You better not. <laughs> um, not all of them. Just some of them. <laughs> okay, so... Um, <laughs> I feel it's, like, impending. <laughs> um... So, so what do you want this podcast to, like, be about? So, I don't want this podcast to be exactly for anybody, like, like, I do want it to be for hairstylists because I am a hairstylist and that is my chosen career path. Um, 
but I also like I've always ever since growing up I always wanted to have my own career like I didn't care what it was I wanted it to be mine and that did have something to do with my upbringing where I was a very sheltered kid if I ever wanted something like when I wanted to get a job I wanted to get a job as soon as I turned 16 but my whole family was like you don't need a job you need to focus on school but Deep down, Mm -hmm. I personally knew that I wasn't made for school. I wasn't made to be a scholar. I was made for working my ass off. And so, um, like, I was never able to have my own job. I was never able, like, my parents, they made me wait all the way until I was 18 to let me even go to, like, driving school because they didn't think it was important for me to know how to drive any earlier than that. It was always... Like, they wanted me to rely on them for everything. So, I wanted that own my own independent feeling. Um, and mm-hmm. I always would hunt that down. And I ended up really, really finding that whenever I decided I wanted my own career. Like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't want just a job. I wanted a career that was mine. And I, that nobody could take from me that it was, like, my own skill set that I had to reach for, that I had to challenge myself for. And um, I ended up finding that in hairdressing after a long, um, a long, I want to say a long periodically time. <laughs> uh, after a long period um, of self-discovery, I found that, it, it was very weird how I came to the conclusion that I wanted to do hair. Um, but I decided on doing hair um, just as just because it was it was a trade. It's a trade. It's a thing that you have to put your put your all into. Like you really gotta sit down and study these things and you gotta take a state exam. It's not like it's not like Like, I felt like that was the ultimate challenge, knowing that lawfully I had to do something. I had to, like, um, that there is something that... I I, I like the fact that there's rules to follow. Mm -hmm. There's there's rules in place. I mean, we all break them sometimes. um, But there are those rules that guide us. So, I don't know what it was about hair exactly that really attracted me. Um, Actually, I'm not going to lie, I do. I know that for a fact hair attracted me so much because it was, um, it was a very, I I knew that getting into it was going to be a very diverse atmosphere and it was going to have to be, um, very, like it's a, it's a customer service, um, career. Like everything, all the money I make comes from a person that I service. So that's what, I mean... I I don't know what it was. I I think it was always my mom who, like, instilled it into me to um, have great customer service. Um, And that just really, it stuck with me. And so that's why I chose doing hair was so that way I could work one-on-one individual, like, individual with people and have my own skill set that, you know, it's something that you learn. So once you know how to do it, it's really hard to forget it, forget it. Um... But I don't want this podcast to be just about um, hairstyling because mm-hmm. I know that that is a very specific career path. I want this to be for all types of career paths and, you know, those qualities that are in hair, like customer service, um, uh, like clientele, um, uh, shoot. And even just creating a general skill. 
Yeah. That, like, like the being, whole process of that and finding a skill that fits you and finding what you like and, and like knowing how to stick with it and um just challenging yourself to do better and be a better person every single day like these are all qualities of a good career and a good path to follow so I want this podcast to be for pretty much anybody who um wants a career or who is currently in a career and I intend on I've already been there's a there's a page in this notebook that I go over people that I want to one day interview um and it's I've got people of all sorts in here um and let me list a few oh that is so you've really planned this out yeah I've been working at it for a while um, so, no, that's not it. Okay. So, the, this is ideas. This isn't everybody that I intend on doing, but people to possibly interview. I want to do an entrepreneur. I don't necessarily know what an entrepreneur is. I'm pretty sure that's just somebody who is, like, aiming and creating the future. Um. Is it? From what I know is an entrepreneur is somebody who creates their own business. That makes more sense. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, I want to interview a hiring manager to get more details about um, like what it what people look for so that way anybody who's listening can really sit there and um, reflect on what they need to do in order to be better at essentially being hired um, and what hiring managers typically will look for and like characteristics and talents and personality. Um, and then business owners. And I'm talking like small business owner. I don't think I'm on the scale where I can just be like, hey, you're a CEO of like <laughs> a multi-million dollar. <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> um, so business owners, I want to I do a few business owners and like w- the challenges that they face in the beginning, middle, and uh, I mean, obviously not the end, but how they've had to really like how they've had to take control of a business Mm -hmm. in order to really like make it happen you know like I want I want to I want to know like how they do that because to me I am not a business owner type of person I know I'm not and so um I just want I want to hear it from them so I do have like my current boss as um a business owner because she took over a business. I I don't know. I swear she's no more than like I don't want to say like thirty mid thirties maybe. Oh well. And she's already got three businesses. Um, That's a lot. And they're like pretty popping businesses. They are popping businesses. <laughs> um, so then I also want to talk to a consultant, which is a very it's one of those um, broad terms I've found like IT. Yeah. Like, it's a broad term, but I do know that consulting involves a lot of traveling. It involves uh, people skills Mm -hmm. and a few other things that I really want to get deeper into because I feel like consulting is a very popping job. Like, a lot of people are in that that career path, and I just, I think that's really cool. I I have no idea what a consultant is. I had a (laughs) client one time tell me, because I told her you had ADHD, and she was like, you should tell her to, to get, like... A consulting job because they do a lot of everything like a little bit of everything and so that's pretty much all i know 
<laughs> no. I, sh- I should have it. <laughs> I yeah. should have one. <laughs> Probably really good at consulting. Um, another idea is like a blue collar worker, which on one of the previous pages, I went over a bunch of um, blue collar jobs and then also a white collar job. Um, and it is to my understanding, like, I feel like I learned this at one point in my life, what a blue collar versus white collar is. Yeah, I just hear it in movies. Yeah. And that's about as far as that knowledge But there's goes. a, there's a real difference. Like, my dad is a blue collar worker. He works at a, he works in a factory. Yeah. So he's like the behind it all. Um, behind the, like, a bigger, like, it would be construction workers and stuff like that. So it's like the behind the scenes of a big name. But not, like, in office. Yeah. It wouldn't be, like, office workers. Blue, okay. white-collar workers are office workers. Office work, no. Okay. I think white, because white-collar, you know what? Let's flip to the <laughs> other page. Blue-collar, and then I also found out there's okay. green-collar and yellow-collar. Oh, whoa. Yeah, Did which is know that. <laughs> um, so, white-collar workers are, like, finance people, software developers. Um, and I also did some research and looked up how much each of these make. You did a pharmacist. Yes, pharmacists, wow. therapists, architects, people. Um, and then whereas blue-collar workers are manual labor, that's it. So air traffic technicians or mail okay. superintendents, pilots, power line installation people, construction, and so, so on. So it's like manual versus, like, office. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's right. like the, But I don't know because I feel like... Being a doctor is manual labor. No, it's not. I mean, it is. But it's just being hands off. For like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think that counts. But I mean, you got to be really strategic. Yeah. So then also there's like green collar workers, which I thought was really interesting. So that's people that probably went to school for like environmental sciences, which is what oh. I was gonna actually go to school for before I decided to not go to college. Really. I was, I had applied and was accepted. I had room and board and all of the acceptance to, um, what is it? Uh, Texas A&M of Corpus Christi. Um, and then I woke up one day and was like, you know what? I actually don't want to do that. <laughs> it was like three days before orientation. <laughs> um, and then I just decided not to do that because that was $80,000 of debt and, mm. But, I mean, going into, like, environmental science is a good, it's a really good, like, path to follow. It just wasn't for me because I knew, like, I feel like I knew deep in my heart that I was not going to stick to it. Like, I was probably going to fail out of my classes. And I just didn't know who I was when I was 18. I had no idea who I was. And I think if I would have, like, looking back on it now, if I would have gone to college, I probably would have, like, failed out. Oh, I know I would have failed because, like, I went to so many, um, what was it, like, college days at certain campuses around me. Yeah. And we would go, like, we would travel to go to a college day or college weekend just to see the college, get it, like, a few t-shirts Mm-hmm. Just, you know, get the vibe. And um, I went to a handful of those. Had so many t-shirts. And I realized, I just want to go for the experience. Like, for the parties. For stuff like that. I, I I had no interest in going back to school. Yeah. None at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, college <laughs> college as an idea is, like, really attractive. But once you... I'm sure, yeah. like, I, I mean, I, I've never been to college. But actually being there is a whole different story. Like, oh, yeah. you have to really be dedicated. Yeah, I went to community college for a semester and a half. Nope, half a semester. See, I got that wrong. Um, so really a couple months. <laughs> I don't know math. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I just, you got to be so driven to, like, do your own work because professors, it's so different from high school and middle school and all that, where they, like, they really encourage you to do your work and, like, like make you have that drive because, or you won't play in sports or, like, um, you can email sent to your parents. Like, but in college, it's, like, here's what's due and like, Like, it's all months, on you. Good luck. Here, here's the, the classmates that you can talk to about it, but when you try to talk to those classmates, they don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> they're, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> they're like, dude, I'm not doing this to the last minute. And I'm like, okay, me, me either, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, neither of us went to college. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like... That's kind of like the idea for, um, excuse me, that's the idea for the podcast is just, I want to go over like the, not just generic or general topics. I do want it to be a bit more in depth. So that way anybody who's working towards or working in or working to be better in a career, they can kind of look at us. It's not like I'm experienced. I mean, I haven't been doing this for like 30 years. I've been doing hair for 30, not 30. <laughs> put it in the, put it in the future. <laughs> Speak it in existence. So yeah, no, I've only been doing hair for about three years. And yes, that includes cosmetology school. I graduated during the pandemic of all times. Like I was, how was that? I was terrible. Oh, I, th- I, re- I remember a little bit of it, but, um, I remember when I came over to your house when I wasn't supposed to come over to your house because, like, you know, COVID. (laughs) And um, you would just do my hair. But I remember there was lots of, like, video calls. It was like a FaceTime or something you had to log into. It was like I was on... I was on Zoom for, like, eight hours straight. Yeah, that... Every day. And how do you get to learn, like hair through zoom that way i didn't (laughs) i like i did not and i think okay because a little fun fact about me i have bipolar disorder i i have i am medicated for it Um, me too uh, but at the time of cosmetology school i was not medicated for it when i enrolled in a cosmetology school i was not medicated for it i I'm pretty sure I was, like, super manic when I did enroll. Isn't everyone who enrolls in cosmetology a little manic? Probably. At the time? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've thought about it. I mean, you did. You asked me. Yeah. I was like, God, I hope she doesn't. Because that's an expensive, that's an expensive manic high. Yeah. Um, but I enrolled. I sat down with a pen and a paper one day and was like, what do I want to do with my life? And I wrote down hair and then I went and enrolled in hair school. (laughs) I mean... Like, that was the only thing that I wrote down on my paper. And I woke up the next morning and, like, emailed the school and was like, hey, can I get in? 
<laughs> will you let me in <laughs> please sir <laughs> and um I had to do like one little like written paper about why I wanted to be in hair school which I'm sure even if I said I don't they still would have let me enroll yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um I I was maybe I was oh shoot March April May June I was three months away from graduation whenever they put us in a hand uh into virtual school mm. So, um, cause we shut down March 17th and I graduated June 20th. So I had three months of virtual school, um, and it was terrible. That's a lot of months. It is for three out of 12 months. So I got nine months. I've never thought about it like that, but, um, I had all of my book work done because the first half of cosmetology school, you got to do all book work pretty much like for six months straight. Um, and then the remaining, um, six months is very hands-on. So I had about three and a half months of training, but you were only allowed to do like little things. You, you weren't allowed to do the big things like perms or, um, like bleaching the entire head of hair. You couldn't do that. Um, but. So I have a question. I, and I also wasn't good. So since you didn't, since it was a hands-on those last few months, um, did you just, like, ask your family members to, if you could cut their hair and practice on them? And how long no. did that last? <laughs> you did it? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, did they buy you mannequin heads or something? No. I know I came over a couple times, but. The school provided me four mannequin heads. That we could do whatever we wanted to, but we had, like, they were, like, just know that you are giving, we're being, we're giving you four mannequin heads because you're going to need exactly four mannequin heads throughout the year. But if you want to destroy them now, go ahead. And we were, like, cool. I think you, you kept one. It's in the room right now. No, that <laughs> one was actually from, like, two months ago. Oh. I still use mannequin heads. Oh. Um, and I just actually not too long ago threw out, like, three of them. Yeah, I remember Three of that. those. <laughs> I was just carrying them around in my trunk. Just everywhere I went. Some of them were bald, patchy, Ooh. bleached out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, virtual school sucked. Um, because, I mean, the whole world was thrown for a loop whenever we had to go virtual. Yeah. And it's it, it especially sucked for such a hands-on trade to go virtual and be like, just completely at a loss of what to do because at that point all you can do is book work Mm -hmm. so for I went through six months of training I had three months uh or a month and a half of yeah three months of hands-on um and then that last three months of cosmetology school was book work again so I did not have a lot of hands-on experience whenever I was thrown when I graduated which you're expected to have like a certain amount of hours of hands-on training. Yeah. So it was it was terrible. Um, and I graduated cosmetology school not really knowing what I was doing at all. Because like I said, I was bi- I have bipolar. And so um, it was like every other week I would have interest in doing hair. So I only had every other week of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So... I may have been in school for a year, but I only really had six months mm-hmm. of knowledge. Um, and that's what I think probably what sucked the most. Um, but whenever I graduated cosmetology school um, at that time, I was, I did end up, I did end up getting on medication and, and co in the, in quarantine and the big quarantine. 
And I ended up sticking to it. Like, I was like, I've al- I'm already $25,000 balls deep in this yeah. shit. I might as well. <laughs> I mean, um, you gotta commit. <laughs> I had no choice. Yeah. I, and I felt really bad because my family helped me out big time. My grandfather helped me out a lot getting through cosmetology school. And if I were to, like, just be like, I actually don't want to do this anymore, that would have been terrible, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, I just, I would have felt so bad. So I stuck with it and I ended up really liking it because like I said, I found those virtues of diversity and customer service to really stick to. Um, and just the amount of people I, I, I did and still do meet all the time and their personalities and their life stories like every, I just love it all. I love the different kinds of people I get to come in contact with and just getting to know who they are and what makes them who they are and their life experiences. Like it's all so interesting to me. And then on top of that, being able to cut their hair or color their hair and really help them on being able to like express themselves. Like that is yeah. the most exciting part of it. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that's why I stick to it, honestly, because. I, that one haircut, like most haircuts are like, can I take an inch off the ends? Mm-hmm. But there are oftentimes those haircuts that like somebody wants to try something completely new and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Because there is nothing, I know for a fact, like from personal experience, there is nothing quite as exciting as trying something new and finding out that there is a whole part of you that you never knew existed. Like, when I cut your hair that, off. Yeah, that's all I was just about to mention. One of, like, I didn't have my hair cut for a very long time. Um, and when I did have it cut, it would be a couple inches. Or not a couple inches. It'd be, like, an inch. Like, just the ends off. Yeah. And to make it look more fresh. And those haircuts, I wouldn't even go out and go pay. I would get it done at the year-round um, I don't even think I've told you this. The year-round, like, church haircut oh my God. drive type of thing. I would never go get my hair done. Because I just didn't care about it. I mean, I was already deep down in, like, a depression. And I would... I'm bipolar, too. So, I'm, like, I'm all over the place. And I never really dyed my hair at that point. I had highlights at some point. But that's about it. I remember the um, highlights. Yeah. My hair was fried. Like, it just, it did not look good. It was frizzy. It was, like, it was really curly, but it was just not healthy at all. And then so I, like, messaged Jess, and I, I, it was one of those manic episodes because I wasn't, I mean, I've wanted to chop off my hair, but never had the balls to do it. I was so excited when you reached out to me for that. Yeah, and I remember, I was like, hey, I want my hair chopped off, but I need it done, like, tomorrow (laughs) like or tonight or something like that I remember just coming over there and I was so excited I was telling everyone that day besides my mother (laughs) (laughs) and um when you chopped it off and like I looked in the mirror or like looked at my phone for the first time I felt like a whole different human like my confidence was like through the roof I felt so good, and I don't think I've ever had that feeling before then. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing that immediate personality change. Yeah. Like, I remember that. It was, it was, it had such an impact on you. 
because I remember holding your hair in my hands and being like, this is about to be gone. <laughs> and then I made the chop and it was like, it was pretty cool. It's just, it's like. And I, I didn't know what I was doing either. And it's funny because that same week, whenever I think I started getting that, that idea, that, that seed that planted in my head that I want to chop off my hair is I was playing around. It was like three o'clock in the morning and I put my hair into a beanie to make it look like a dude's. And it was, like, such a Justin Bieber look. Like, real, like, 2010 Justin Bieber. And so, (laughs) I was like, okay, this this isn't too bad. Of course, I wouldn't get it like this, but, I mean, I feel it. And... (laughs) What if I just... (laughs) Yeah, what if I just, you know. um, And then, so, we made that job. And I just, like, it's it not only helped... Like, first of all, my hair, of course. Like, my hair got immediately so curly. Yeah. And just, it looked so much healthier. My dandruff, like, went away for the most part after that. Like, after a few weeks after that. Just because it was so much easier to maintain. But it also, like, boosted me up and made me feel like the person who I was meant to be this whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made my confidence go up so much. Just because it's like that same... No, it wasn't the same year. It was like a couple years before that I came out as a lesbian. And so when... I didn't want to be the typical lesbian where they chop their hair off. But I didn't realize how freeing that was and how much I did want to be that. (laughs) So it just... It felt like everything just came into play. And I'm like, I am finally who I... I'm meant to be. Yeah. And I will never have long hair again. But and if I do, I do. Like, it depends on what I want. But I, so far right now, nope. Short hair for me. And right now, it's kind of, like, buzzed. So and That's what I really like about doing hair is because I get to see that. Like, that exact emotion, that result. All the time. That must be cool. Like, I get to see people... And help people, like, make that move for themselves. And that's one of the my favorite things. And I I mean, I'm not going to lie. I personally love doing cut more than color. Um, I just think doing hair color is hard. And mm. um, people, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit that I like doing the easier things. Because honestly, like... I do it and I, I'm a gr- I'm a great hair cutter. Like I can cut the hell out of some hair, but it's a huge challenge when it comes to coloring hair. That's what's hard for me. But and even so- some haircuts, like when you come home, um, I hear like, or I talk to some of your friends and like bobs are hard to do and you've like mastered that almost. I had no option but to... I know, but like, but don't put yourself, don't say that like cuts are easy and that's why you choose it. Cuts can be hard. People refuse to do certain cuts. Like you do fades on guys. Like there's so much more than just, like, it's not just easy. Like you can perfect and like do so much with cut as well. Yeah. But you can also have a preference of what you like more. And if Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think, and I know that. It's going to end up coming down. It's always going to come down to how much practice I've put into it. And I've heard it from so many experienced, like I'm talking like 15, 20 years experienced hairdressers 
that it comes down to the practice. Um, and I have definitely practiced more cut. Um, mm-hmm. And I ended up grasping it a little bit easier. And I think that's why I like it so much more is because I can look at a picture and be like, I know exactly what to do. Like, I know exactly what that's supposed to be and how it's supposed to get done. Color, not so much. Do you think the skill will come over time? Probably. Like, do you think right now you just don't like color because you have done more cut? But let's say 10 years from now, 7 years from now. Probably. You, you've done color so much, you still have done cut more, but like now the normal colors that come into your salon they're it's easy to you do you think you like it then is it just the skill the the teaching part and learning type of thing is hard i don't know because honestly like i've heard from some hairdressers before like dylan um oh it's fine he's fine (laughs) um i remember he told me one time that uh and i always think about this actually He said, and this is why I do not, I won't stop coloring hair, is because he told me one time, um, I do cut, cut pays for my, cut, cutting hair pays for my bills, coloring hair pays for my lifestyle. Mm. And so I think about that, I'm like, I could just get by with haircuts and be fine, or I could do both and be great. Yeah. And I, so that's why I choose to do both still is because not only does coloring hair make me a lot of more money, makes me like twice as much money, but it's like I can do it, so why wouldn't I? I just realized going back to like the blue collar, white collar, the people you want to interview, like to be a hairstylist, you pretty much are an entrepreneur. You might have not created that that skill set, like that skill you've created in yourself because you didn't know it before, but you like didn't have the original thought of like, oh, cutting people's hair. Like that's a new idea. But y'all are such an entrepreneur type of mindset because you are creating, like it's you, the work you put out there and like the conversations you make, like, all that kind of stuff depends on how much you're going to make. Like, you're creating your schedule. You're creating the um, the type of, like, atmosphere that your clients will have. And you're... I don't know. That makes sense. It's just a very entrepreneur type of job. Way of life. Yeah. Maybe... If you look at it like that. Well, it it is like that. I think, um, I don't know what a hairstylist, I think it falls under just customer service and service. Yeah, but. I don't know what it actually falls under. It's a lot of like, especially now at this new salon, um, you're bringing in your own clients for the most part, whenever you switched over, mm-hmm. you're bringing in the majority of, like, your own clients. And then, of course, if you got walk-ins, that's, that's more of, like, a normal type of job where you show up and the work is provided for you. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, like, for hairstylists, it's 
you provide the work for yourself by getting word of mouth and yeah. social media and stuff like that. So it's very entrepreneur-ish. Like. I agree. I like that. You can call me an entrepreneur any day. <laughs> Sounds like something I would put in an Instagram bio. Yeah. So, um, what else? Man. So, where I started. How about, um, since we didn't really touch on this, how about you just tell us more about just you? Like, like what, what you doing I in for- this life? I forgot about that part. <laughs> so... I'm just don't forget it. No Ica. I dropped the <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> just As in Jessica. Jessica. Delica. Whitney called Whitney calls me Jalika. Jalika. I don't know why. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) But it's kind of cute. I I feel like it sounds like jellyfish. Or Angelica. Mm, I like jellyfish. Okay. (laughs) Um, I am 24. I am 25 in about three days. Four, five, six, three days. Um. I know. Fun. <laughs> Any plans? Um, um, we're gonna have a movie night. We're gonna have a movie night and drink at my mom's house. <laughs> and the theme is Jess. The theme is me. Um, I decided that I want my birthday to be all about me. So all of my friends have to come dressed as me. We're gonna do word searches that um are, are all about Jess. About and the me. Stuff she does or likes. Yes. Um, I, um, so I'm about to be 25. Um, <laughs> I think my hips are starting to give out. Hips don't lie. They don't. <laughs> They're not lying right now. Um, it becomes increasingly more and more difficult to sit crisscross as I get older. <laughs> Dude, I came to that realization that I'm thinking, I don't think I can sit crisscross any longer. Unless I'm on a bed where it, like, curves with me. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, I couldn't get up off the floor the other day. And when I did, my knees were, like, felt shattered. <laughs> I, I sat, okay, we had a salon meeting this morning, and I sat on the floor trying to get up off that damn floor. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I felt so bad for myself. Um, I like to watch a lot of Netflix. I like docu-series and... What's your favorite TV show? Like, on Netflix or any streaming? I don't Who's know. Who's that girl? I mean, it is... I do watch Who's New Girl. That girl? That's my, like... That's, like, my that's background. That's comfort show. Yeah, it's my background noise. Um, I've seen it quite a few times now. Um, I like to take walks on the beach. (laughs) That is like, uh, five hours away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I I have a dog. Well, I have two dogs. mm -hmm. Okay, but I brought one into this relationship and you brought the other one. This is a blended family and all children count. 
in this household. Goddamn. <laughs> um, so we have two dogs. We have Moose, who is a pit bull, and Houston, who is... A husky mix that looks nothing like one, believe me or not. Um, he is a 25-pound fluffy white dog. A crusty-looking white dog, but not too crusty. He's young crusty. He's not old crusty. <laughs> crusty. <laughs> this is rapper name. <laughs> young crusty. Um, so we got um, he, Moose in Houston, um, and they are our babies. Yeah, they are. They are spoiled, rotten, and every time I look at them, I just want to... I just want to shake them like a baby. And cancel. <laughs> I love them so much. You ever look at a dog and you're like, you're the cutest, or, or like a human. Like, I look at you like this sometimes. And I just want to, like, grab you and just squeeze your it's face. It's cuteness clinch. And that's how I feel about the dogs every single time yeah. I look at them. Sometimes Moose looks at me with her eyes and I'm like... I look into her eyes and she's just <laughs> looking at me and I'm like, you're the cutest thing I've ever seen in this whole world. God, she's such a boxy, chunky girl, but... She is a chunky girl. I I love that. I, they're our entire lives. Um, I never answered what my favorite sh- TV show is. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, you kind of ignored that, but it's okay. I mean, I have a few. I'm always moving on to something different. You do like... I will say you do like a genre of like... Kind of like Squid Games type of shows. I do like action things. Yeah, thriller I, action. Type yeah, of thing. but not so much to where it gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I like them whenever they like keep me on my seat, but not when I'm like, oh my god, not when all your nails are gone. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too. I don't like them too intense. But like, I recently just finished watching Alice in Borderland, and I know these are both um, actually. I think they're both Korean. Maybe. I think, yeah. Um, I used to watch a lot of Korean shows when I was younger. Um, I'll still watch them. Like, I have no problem with watching them. I just don't as much. But those two... Um, I like, think Squid Games was my first one that I've actually watched, like, had the subtitles I mean, it was just on. that good. It was so good. I don't think it was overrated. No. It, it like, kept you on your toes and it kind of... It made me binge watch it. Which was rare. Yeah. It's very rare. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I like a lot of shows. I like a lot of movies. I like a lot of, um, everything. But if you ask me, like, the producers or directors on anything, I would be at a loss. Yeah. Um, my favorite band is Alt-J. Yep. Sure God, is. I am so boring. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I do hair and I watch TV. (laughs) You play Animal Crossing? How cool? Like 98% of the population. You're like, don't get me started. (laughs) They're not updating that game fast enough. Well, first off, it's not like officially out. Like, it's. Yes, it is, though. But it's not. This is their, like. If they're charging you for the game, obviously it's because officially it's, out. Well, it's out, but, like, they have so many bugs they have to fix because it's not officially yeah, out. They, they we're like the little guinea pigs of it. So you had to pay to be a guinea pig. Yeah. Okay. Disney got me whipped. <laughs> so, what else? 
Um, I like to eat food. <laughs> um, yeah. Food. Uh-huh. What's your favorite food? I know your favorite snack. <sighs> I do like whipped cream. <laughs> I love whipped cream. Um, and so do the dogs. And Yeah. Everyone in this household is an avid whipped cream <laughs> liker. Um, I don't know. I like mozzarella sticks. That's you my favorite love food. Mozza- no, you love ranch. And, and mozzarella, mozzarella sticks. sticks on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one guy on TikTok that he like got like, you know who I'm talking about with all the ranch? He like got sent like this package from Hidden Valley no. and it has like a ranch scarf in it. Bro, we should have invited them to our wedding. They'd probably send us a package. They probably would. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe we should get married again just so I could get a ranch package. <laughs> Maybe we should like have a baby and then invite them to the baby shower. Name them. Ranchero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay. What else is in here? Because we're running up on 45 minutes, which I feel like 15 minutes of it was me trying to talk about my favorite show. <laughs> um, I know back whenever I was like trying to get down the first episode, I was very burnt out from work, which I think I'll cover in the next episode because that in itself is a whole thing where it involves routine and maintenance and eating healthy and um, all that fun stuff. All right, so I think that's all that we have to talk about for today. I'm going to get on to planning for next episode um, and do a little bit more research on et cetera topics. Um, So this is... It's been a good first episode. Yeah, I feel like we got a lot out on the table. Yeah. I feel like I'm so boring to talk about. No, you're not. Like, typically I, I love talking about myself. It's just, it's harder because, like, everything that you're sharing, I've heard, of course. Yeah. But, and you're talking to only me right now, physically. So, other people don't know this stuff, though. They don't know all the stuff you share. But, um, you know, I, um, hopefully it'll get better from here on out. Um, we'll be able to improve, like the the topics we can also improve on just the f- overall flow and we can improve on um equipment equipment technology um but yeah yeah i guess that's all to it i guess so. I, I don't know i wonder if this can hear you from all the way over i guess that is i guess <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, until next time, this is your hair lady. And this, and this is, is the lady in the chair. <laughs> um, I hope you all have had a great new year. And here's to 2023. Cheers. Hoorah. <laughs>